Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to another quarantine episode. It's very... This is this is what we've come down to. Uh, today's guest, friend, co-host, fellow co-worker, Mark Slaughter. Welcome back to the Hello show, again. Mark. Except this, this episode won't be about the quarantine itself. So we're actually getting back to more regular scheduled stuff. We... Uh, We'll now return to our regular, <laughs> regular scheduled programming, to say the least. We've had enough. Uh, I've covered it. We've covered it in length on the previous episode that we did, and I'm gonna cover it more with future guests. But for now, I feel like people need a distraction, and we're gonna go back to what we were doing before, which was where we left off with the TV edition of the show. Um. Long ago, do we that last one? It's been a minute. It was a couple, maybe about a month or two. I think so. Time flies. <laughs> so, we're coming back to you again remotely. Uh, Mark's coming at you live via Skype, like most people are doing their stuff now, via Skype or was it Zoom and all Google this other Hangouts. Stuff. I've been doing that too. Google Hangout, and it seems to be working well as long as you have a strong internet connection and I do want to advise people and recommend if you're running your computer or video game console whatever it is make sure you run your internet connection through the uh, ethernet with an ethernet cable because apparently that's the you get the strongest connection from there there's no lag from Wi-Fi there's no packet loss if you know what that means I have to figure this out for my gaming systems. Apparently, I was getting disconnected a lot, and I figured out what the problem was. <laughs> it was it was just that. Let's see if I can get. I got some blocking signal because I know back when I lived with my parents, we had our uh, modem and router was downstairs, and my room was upstairs, like on the opposite side of the house. So it was, the internet was like running fine, but just so much in between blocking it and causing a signal to cut out every now and then but now all my stuff's like right here in the same room as me works out so much better yeah and and i'm actually and i get the chance to use my parents bedroom uh, for a little while while my dad's working in the living room and uh, my mom's out doing whatever she's doing my brother's (laughs) doing what he's doing and i get a good view of the outside right now i'm actually looking at the main street right now i see these kids that live downstairs playing outside and I'm over here yelling at them to get inside, but it's whatever at this point. I'm not. You're I'm not jealous. Even... You wish you could be out there. <laughs> yeah, I, there's a little kid outside right now. He's he has like a little toy lawnmower. He's just running around the lawn, just having fun. You know, not even aware of what's going on in the world. Can you believe that? Crazy. <laughs> Unemployment rates skyrocketing. People are dying left and right. We're quarantined at home, and this kid's outside playing. It's ridiculous. Maybe that's a maybe that's where things flip from when we were young because we used to go outside and play as kids all the time. Now everyone stays inside all the time, and now that we're supposed to stay inside, everyone wants to be outside. <laughs> that's that's just the nature of everything. I was able to upgrade, make some upgrades to the show. Bought these cool microphone stands, and very professional looking. They, actually, they take they take up way less space than what a my other stands would would do you could just set it up on a table and kind of push it back push it forward do whatever you want with it and i got this other one going 
kind of feeding into the computer a little bit and had the volume way turned up we're set to go man last time we left off i have to pull up my list back here it's cool because i can minimize the screen right here see we're learning as we go along you can still see me right yeah yeah i can minimize the skype program and it it leaves a little window where i can see you but i can also see what what i'm looking at here what i'm reading on on the internet that's super helpful because I had tabbed out earlier to start looking uh, through a list too because I definitely didn't bookmark that list that we'd been using before. Yeah. So I quickly jumped on, I'm, we're setting this up and I'm trying to Google and find that list. So I just have a random one and kind of some summaries of shows because I know there's going to be a lot in Let me fix the 2010s this that I definitely do not know. Yeah, it's it's the, the, the list of years in television. You can find it on Wikipedia for people that want to follow along to what we're doing. Uh, let me switch this up. Why didn't I think about going there to look at it? Yeah, that's <laughs> the ultimate resource for information. Uh, COVID-19, television shows, etc. Not the best resource, but it works. It very much works, and uh, we'll, we'll run through most of the stuff that we've seen. I'm not, we're not going to go through like all of them like we have before. Um, right. And again, this could be edited out to different portions of the show, different you know segments that we can, different episodes. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, this can easily be like several episodes. So this is uh, quite the setup we got here going on. Okay, I'm going to trust you to go through the list. And I believe we finished We finished the 2000s. I think we finished the 2000s. Yeah, no, we got pretty far. I will have to say the quality on this is much better on my computer than on my iPad. I see, that's what I was saying. I was, I was hoping for that. Because the, the connection was kind of going in and out on the iPad. But hey, there you I mean, go. It also helps that the last one we recorded was when my power was out and I was using my phone's hotspot to connect to the Oh, yeah. And maybe that was it, too. So Probably. Well, without further ado, let's jump into the okay, 2000s. So, and we might even do a whole episode just on two shows based on what I was looking at here. Because I'm two, sure there's a lot. We, we started 2010, you have... Well, let's kick it off. You have The Walking Dead. Started in 2010. Oh, yeah. Now, what year did that start? 2010. 2010. That's crazy. It's, that's surprising how long it's been on the air. Can you believe it? I watch it's been I watched 10 a good years. amount of the seasons, but I kind of dropped off. And, you know, you miss one or two of those kind of dramas. And you feel like, uh now I can't watch every week, and I just need to go get caught up. Unfortunately, that's what happened for that one. But I actually like that one. Though, so, I mean, it had its moments that were a little over the top. Like that, um, that episode where they... Because I, I know it's based on a comic book, but they have uh, this episode where they introduce this leader of this town, and apparently he has like a pet tiger... And it's just so <laughs> jarring because the shows used mostly practical effects, and then now they have this CGI tiger in there, and it just it, 
it's so weird. It really throws me out of it. So that was kind of during the season. I was like, mm, you know what? This might be they're jumping the shark. <laughs> Could have left this one out. I would have preferred it be more a gritty reality than that weird fantasy nonsense. And that's the, the hey, this is, is this is pre Tiger King. That's the original Tiger King. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, I'm I put on a shirt with a tiger on it, and people have been asking me if I've seen it all day, and I have not seen it yet. <laughs> I, have, I haven't had a chance to to sit down and watch it. It's a couple episodes that I got to go through. The dude, this show started when I started college. Can you believe that? It's still going on since then. I've finished college. And have been working ever since, and it's still going on. That's crazy. It, I think it started October of 2010, and I remember, man, I remember being in college when it first started. My favorite seasons have been season one and two, of course. I felt like it started going downhill after they killed off John Bernthal, aka oh, yeah. Shane, Rick's best friend. I thought it would have made it longer, but you know, I it, guess it kind of helps when you have any kind of media that's supposed to be like this gritty dangerous world that they've created and they're always too afraid to like kill off a character or they even worse is when they pretend to and then find some way to bring them back and you're like well what are the stakes now if you know we're always supposed to feel on edge about people surviving but then they always seem to Everybody seems to make it just fine at the end of the day. So it's kind of like, mm, well, I guess it doesn't really mean anything because nothing bad's ever really going to happen. And for those who have, I have, I doubt anybody has not seen the show. Maybe there's one or two people out there that haven't seen it. Uh, Walking Dead is about, basically, it starts off, you know, Rick Grimes wakes up in the hospital and the whole world's just gone to shit, much like what we're living in today <laughs> <laughs> your classic zombie apocalypse story so very fitting for the start on <laughs> and, and very and, and you kind of wonder how this all happened all the way throughout up until they created fear of the walking dead the the prequel show it kind of explains how it all started but they really don't explain how this really started the pretty much what you have is kind of like a virus that everybody has and if you die or get killed, you turn into a zombie. And it's something that you can't... It's kind of scary to think that this is like stuff that we were encountering. You know, stuff like the chicken pox and all that. You get it. The You never really get rid of it. The virus is still there. Who's to say it can come back Wonder. <laughs> years later or tomorrow? or Much like this COVID-19 the virus is there there's no vaccine for it and even if you do have a vaccine you still have to develop it even further as the years progress because it's, you're going to get different strains much like this see, they kind of, the walking they kind of touched thing. on in the show but i mean they didn't exactly portray the uh them running around hoarding toilet paper <laughs> yeah so. yeah it's more about zombies um, <laughs> so you have season one and two of course season one you tried to they try to get out of Atlanta. The show's based in Atlanta, Georgia. And they end up... Funny enough, they end up at the CDC. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess the the one guy that lives there, like the 
the remaining person that lives there, he he tells everybody that there's no cure for this epidemic and that everybody has it. So it's kind of like, where do you go from there? <laughs> yeah, especially when everybody else is kind of like died off and I, it was what maybe him it was just him or is it him and another person and i guess they were they talked about like working all over the world trying to get it together but everyone else everywhere else kind of fell apart too yeah. it was just like it's just me working on this now <laughs> i think he killed uh, he killed was it maybe one or two people i can't remember i have to go back and re-watch it you go to season two that's where they go to to Herschel's farm, the uh, and see that's where a lot of people said that it dropped off because it turned away more away from the action and became more of like an interpersonal drama, mm-hmm. and like the whole season took place like right there at this farm. I'm but, a, I'm assuming I mean, people who are listening already know the show, so I'm just kind of running through like, oh yeah, they went to Herschel's farm and Lori <laughs> finds out she's pregnant. Uh, come to find out she's pregnant with Shane's, uh, you know. They did what they had to do, and of course, Rick doesn't know. It, it's kind of weird how they worked that in there. Eventually, Rick has to kill Shane because he turns. No, oh, no, he didn't turn. He killed him in self-defense because he was trying to kill Rick. I guess See, the... it became. It was for that's when a lot of people were kind of tuning out. So it just came too much of that that drama and a drama with the background of. A, a zombie apocalypse show but season I mean, two fine by me yeah season two was where it peaked for me season three was the downhill for me like that's where i i kept watching just for the sake of to keep up yeah and that's kind of why i dipped out on those later seasons it's like the go- uh, that's where the governor came in in season three that was just a uh season four was uh I think the governor was still there. I think so. It's been so because I haven't, I haven't watched any of these episodes since like their premiere dates. Yeah, me neither. I I don't go back. Season five, uh, Terminus. I don't even remember what that was. That was. Okay. I don't want to give too many spoilers. If people hadn't made that far. I mean, it's at this point, it's five <laughs> years ago. If you haven't uh, seen it, to to uh, tune out to this episode right now. The Alexandria, okay, they go there. That. That's season five, and then season six is. Uh, okay, I think that's where Negan finally comes out. That's what I was thinking. Towards the end. That's kind of the tail end of where I was seeing. And then season seven, of course, he kills Glenn and Abraham. Just, dude, that... uh, That was graphic. Very rarely does a episode slash TV show shake me like like that that one did. That was just... That was tough. (laughs) That was... Because they didn't even do that. They didn't even do that part as the the prior season's season finale, I think they did that as the season opener. Exactly, and he just pretty much just bashed their heads in right in front of everybody. Yeah, it's super graphic. Like, right 
there, everything. It's wild. Yeah, he like the when, shows like that gotta take those bold moves. When when Glenn took that first hit and you know he rises up, you can he's like, nah, even you might as well just kill him now. He's yeah, he's too messed up job, in the head, literally. That's another reason, like I prefer their like the how much they use practical effects and why that CGI is so jarring mm-hmm. when you do that. You know, there's a lot to be said about those. So season seven, so, that's season seven. That's where King Ezekiel comes in with his tiger, and uh, that's where I stopped. Yeah, <laughs> the, the leader of the kingdom, and then it's just too much going on. The hilltop, and then season eight. I just finished season eight. That's the last one I finished. Carl finally gets killed or dies, whatever. Uh, Season 9 and 10 are the ones I haven't seen yet. Dang, so I got a ways to go to catch up. (laughs) Yeah, and these episodes are long. They're like 16 episodes per season. They're about an hour each. like an hour. Yes. So that was our brief synopsis or... I guess review of The Walking Dead. There's not much there. I mean, drama mixed in with zombie apocalypse. That's The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's about the best you're gonna get. Cause I mean, what other TV shows really done? Uh, the whole zombie thing. Cause usually it's just been kind of contained in movies. So you know, it was an interesting change of pace. Cause you don't have to rush through everything like a movie yeah. does. Yeah. So they just try to. It's good for what it was. And I was reading that they have another ten years planned out. So you know. Do what you want Jesus. with that. <laughs> maybe I can get a. Maybe I can land a role in the show as an extra or something. I don't know. Maybe I remember there's a there's a picture uh, of a bunch of extras and they like they as they point out mistakes and mm-hmm. people of extras in the background. So you see, there's like the picture of a guy that's in the full zombie makeup around a bunch of other people in the zombie makeup and he's in the background. He's like drinking from his water bottle in the actual scene in the show. <laughs> That's hysterical. And all-star yeah, cast, too. You have an all-star cast. Uh, I think Norman Reedus and Jeffrey... Uh, what's, his, what's his name? Jeffrey... I, I, I get his name wrong. And I was just reading about him right now. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. They're just on the rise. Norman I think, Reedus is like doing a lot of video game stuff now. He from is. What I see. He is. He's, uh, hey, I don't blame him, man. He's really taken off. Norman Reedus. He's come a long way from uh, the Boondock Saints, I'll tell you that. <laughs> come a long way. Yeah, and if you can use that to launch a career and other things, then go for it for sure. He also has his own show, Ride with Norman Reedus, that he does. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks pretty cool. Is but, that him on a motorcycle? Yeah, he rides around with like different people, like Marilyn Manson and the cast of The Walking Dead. They just huh. talk about random stuff. You know what else yeah. came out when I was in college that same year? What? American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. That, that, that? show. Oof. Well, hold on. What? No, what? that's... This is in uh, reverse chronological order. Yeah, no, let's uh, jump into 2011 because it did... It, it, I was still in college. It did came out. It did come out 2011. And man, running through all those seasons, my God! Now that's a show. I, I started watching it. It's one. It's it's kind of what's it called? Like an anthology, basically different stories between the seasons. 
which can really help shake things up and make it keep it interesting. But then you run into that problem of some of those stories I feel like a lot stronger than others. I remember liking the first season, then second season was pretty good, kind of weird. Third season, which one was that one? Oh, backtrack. We got, we got the first season is Murder House. Right, that's when I remember it. It's that's good. where the everybody dies in the house. Apparently, it's haunted. Second season is Asylum. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Third season. I think that one had a weird ending, if I remember right. For Asylum. Yeah. That was the yeah, where the one with the aliens, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what made it weird. <laughs> season three was Coven. Probably my okay, least. I didn't see that. I probably didn't my see least. That one. My least favorite uh, season. People people rant and rave about it. It's my least favorite. It was good, but not as good as the other ones that came after that. Freak Show was season four. People had a lot of... Uh, they killed off They killed off one of the, the best characters on that season way too early. I thought he had so much more potential in the story. It was kind of unfortunate. But who, who was that? The Clown. Oh, the Killer Clown. <laughs> yeah. People this were... creepy. People were scared of that clown. <laughs> Was that Freak Show? That was Freak Show, right? Yes, yeah. Because there was the whole carnival. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. kid with the, like, fused fingers. And yeah, with the hands and... The two two headed lady. Yeah, the, what's her name with the two heads? And then you had the... Uh, I mean, it was just freaky. <laughs> that was a good season. I enjoyed that one. Hotel, season five. I think that still stands as my favorite season of all time. And I'm not That's even about half of it. it. It was good, and I'm not just saying that just because Lady Gaga was in it, but I'm just oh, saying that's right. It was good, fairly graphic, <laughs> but I think all seasons are graphic. That was really good. Roanoke, it stands right up there with Hotel. I will say. I hadn't seen any of that one. Roanoke is the one where, where they go to. Hold on, let me pull this up. Where they go, they're doing like a reality show type thing hmm. about a about a about the Roanoke Colony. Uh, it's kind of like the first half of the season. The second half is more like found footage, where they actually go back and uh, it's like the actors are talking about all it, and they end up getting killed eventually. Like they thought it was all fake. Huh. It, it, it's yeah, it's. Yeah. It's man, it's cool. I, I like I like what they did with that, and the ending itself was like, oh, okay. I guess they all died. <laughs> I hadn't even heard anything about that one. But I guess they kind of like dropped off halfway through hotel, and I get I get super lazy about following up and watching things on a consistent up. schedule. <laughs> Cold was pretty good too. It was centered around the it was perfect timing too with the with the Trump election. <laughs> It was basically it's in the it's in the title you know cult. Um, I, I think like in a small town or something. Yeah, and you you run through the the episode names: election night, uh, drink the Kool Aid, Charles Manson in charge, great again. You know it's very uh, kind of parallel to what was going on at the time with the with the Trump election and the administration. 
Cold was really Definitely good. making a statement with that. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed Cold. And Apocalypse was the last one that I watched. That one, I felt like it it dragged on for too long. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it was good. It's kind of like I put it up there with Coven. It's just I felt like it dragged a little too much. 1984 is the current one that just aired last year. Have not seen nice. it yet, but have it DVR'd on my YouTube TV, so I will be catching up on that during this quarantine time off. That sounds like I missed a lot of them. And that one's based Definitely on on like the '80s slasher films, like Friday Thirteenth, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So I hear it's pretty good. A lot, of, uh, great cast of characters as well. In that whole show, you have. Of course, you have your recurring characters. You have... Where's the list? Where's the cast? Cast... Okay, here we yeah, go. So at least the main ones all pretty much go through all the seasons, from what I remember. Or at least most of them. Yeah, you have... I mean, Dylan, Dylan McDermott, he was only on the first one. I think he comes back. Yeah, he comes back. <laughs> Evan Peters... I don't know if I say her name right. Tasa Farmiga? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Jessica Lange. Oh, yeah. Zachary Kinto. Sarah Paulson, of course. She's almost in all of them, I think. Emma Roberts. Fun fact about Emma Roberts. For the longest, I thought she was... I know she was related to Eric Roberts. I just didn't know what she was. Turns out she's... I think she's... Uh, Eric Roberts. No, yeah, she's Eric Roberts' uh, daughter. Eric Roberts' famous uh, famous actor. And she's... Okay, I that's, where I got it, that's where I got it mixed up. She's uh, Julie Roberts' niece. That's what it, That's what it is. And it's a fun factoid. <laughs> Not so I mean, fun. TV, but acting's a family business, basically, you know, for a lot of these people. Kathy Bates. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Kathy Bates. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you have a lot of her. Lady Gaga, of course. And the list goes on. Fairly good show. Moving on to... Let's see what else we have here. I'm just kind of laid back right now. I'm not. I'm, it's just whatever at this point. <laughs> uh, let's see. You have. Trying to run the list here. Are you bouncing um, around? They're still going chronologically. Yeah, I'm kind of going. I'm going in order. There's a lot of shows that aired on the CW, like Arrow and all those. I have not seen any of those, like The Flash and all that. People Sorry gonna... to say, you're not missing out on much. Uh, let's see here. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., nope. House of Cards. Debuted in 2013 on Netflix. By far another... Oh, a slow start. Uh, I have to say, it, it has grown on me for... As I continue to watch it. Of course, you know, Kevin Spacey is the, lead, the leading star. Playing... President Frank Underwood. I think I'm on season... What season am I in? I'm on season four right now. I got two more seasons after that. 
Because he left after season five, right? Yes. Or was forced to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen it, but it's been on my to-do list to watch. And I mean, and that whole controversy with him is separate from the art, I think. So it's kind of... It, it puts into perspective the what goes on in politics. And I, if any of you guys... And I know everybody has their own political affiliations and whatever. But this is really, it, it, like I said, it's kind of a slow start. And I'm not really into politics myself, but it, it really like brings up like, man, this is what really goes on behind closed doors in politics. At least an offshoot of it. So, and like you said, you know, Kevin Spacey, tremendous actor. What he does in his private life and all these controversies that's that's totally that's that's all him i'm not gonna judge him for that um although i will say he is fairly weird when he puts out videos of himself as frank underwood on twitter i was just about to say that That i just seen that one and everybody was talking about it so i was like well i haven't seen house of cars but i know kevin spacey is so if he's gonna be on the news and people are saying he's doing some weird stuff i'm like okay let me see so I started watching that video, I'm like, that's, I don't know, it's kind of, considering the allegations going on, this is kind of a weird reaction to it. So yeah, you'd almost yeah. think that he would probably take his social media stuff down, but he's like, no, let me be frank with you. It's like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Are you, <laughs> are you okay? Do you need help? Yeah, went off the deep end on that one. So fairly good. I'm not nowhere near done with that one, but it's really, really good. I like the whole idea behind it just being on Netflix instead of cable. Uh, I know I'm missing a lot of shows here, but Orange is the New Black, watched the first season, dropped off after that. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I made it, I think, into the second season before I dropped out, and I don't know, just I, I didn't find it. Yeah, it's a good concept, like... but it's just, to me, it was, I think it was. They could have done more with that, honestly. I'm not saying it's a bad show, because it's won so many awards. Uh, they have a great cast as well, you know, mostly female, but, I mean, Taylor Schilling, Laura Prepon, uh, and the list goes on. I can't, you know, I can't nag him for that. I just, it just didn't do it for me. I think all the actors were pretty, pretty well cast, and, like, they did a a great job playing their characters. I don't know. Yeah, it's just something about the story and setting that didn't sit well to entertain me enough. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have that was 2013. Damn. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen True Detective yet. That's also on my list. I heard it was really, thing, really good things about that. Uh, they did a show off of the movie Fargo, which is just titled Fargo. I uh, mm. heard that was good, too. Haven't had a chance to see that. Me either. What else do they have here? Okay, 2015. I'm jumping way into 2015. Oh, there's some really good shows. All right, well, let's start with Better Call Saul, which I was I just started the latest season last night. I have to say that's one of my favorite shows up there with Breaking Bad because it's an offshoot of Breaking Bad. 
a prequel, you could say. And see, that's actually kind of when I watched Breaking Bad, I always thought that the character of Saul Goodman was way underutilized. It, it was. But I mean, he had cool scenes and like such a flavorful personality on the show. He's just the. So I was excited. He's just the con man, like just all the way throughout, like all all his shady dealings and everything he's involved involved with. I mean, it's just... And Bob Odenkirk just sells it. I mean, he just sells yeah. the character. Uh, and it's just... It, it's like that... You know... Just... He even kind of looks like... Just the character's, like... Physical design and, and dress and mannerisms. Just say everything about how his personality ends up being in, in uh, Breaking Bad. So it's kind of cool to see the prequel of, like, how he even got there and... You know, nice little touches. So he was basically a different person, but then still throwing in some of those things that you know and love from the character in Breaking Bad. So it really ties the things together, and especially uh, those little black and white uh, present day scenes that oh, they throw yeah. into the episodes. Yeah, I, those are a really nice touch, and it's like, damn, working at Cinnabon, like really went off the grid there <laughs> yeah and in this last one and you know like I, I don't care about spoiling this stuff in this last one for is it season five because it started right after breaking bad literally like almost a year after breaking bad ended they had completed the filming for this um in this new season that's out right now uh the fifth season i guess the guy at a guy at the mall, I guess, finally found out like who he was, and he was trying to downplay like that's not that that's not me. And so he goes on to say he calls the guy. Uh, have you seen uh, El Camino? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So the guy that works at the at the vacuum store, Robert, uh, he recently passed away. Oh, yeah, he did. So he calls him back, and he, he's like, yeah, I need to order. You know, they have their little code or whatever. Right. Um, he's like, yeah, I've been I've been made. So then he thinks about it, and he's like, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm going to handle it on, on my own. And that's where it kind of leaves off. But I do like the, the, the contrast of before and present day. That's – I like what they, they do with that. And – yeah, of course, Breaking Bad was just scratching the surface with him, and I mean, Better Call Saul. I'm in. I'm into. I'm five seasons deep already. I, I love that show. <laughs> it's definitely good. It's smart writing and it's entertaining. So I really lived up to what I was expecting when they first announced it. Because you know, once something's hyped up, you, you always get worried if it actually pans out or not. But it's yeah. been pretty solid. And you see the rise of. Uh, Los uh, Pollos Hermanos with Gus and uh, right. Ma- Mike <laughs> and Mike, yeah, you see nice his rise, Mike Ermtrout. Uh, it kind of worked better that that Mike's character is involved in the prequel too, because he definitely needed more screen time. So it kind of works like, I mean, it's called Better Call Saul, but it kind of works off both of them being the leads. Yeah, it shows you a different side of, of Mike, too. A more, like, I don't want to say sensitive side, but more, like, human side. Whereas yeah. Breaking Bad was more like he was just a hired gun and he would just do anything to kill you. 
Yeah. Um, Bob Odenkirk. Uh, yeah, he has three different names. Is <laughs> Jimmy McGill, Saul Goodman, and Gene Takovic. Man, just three different personalities. That's just that's nuts. Great show, nonetheless. I read on here that it has been renewed for a sixth season and will premiere next year. So we'll go with that. I mean, it's it's the rise of Saul Goodman. And yeah, they need to make sure they see it. Like this cannot be one that they cancel early because no, they can't do that. They got to lead into into where he starts off in Breaking Bad. I hate when shows are trying to tell a story get canceled and yeah. then they try to wrap it up so quickly it's just it's kind of like what, like what they're doing with the mayans mc show where they're kind of off shooting sons of anarchy and kind of the rise of the mayans mc club <laughs> um but man better call saul it's uh if he would ever needs to hire a lawyer call him <laughs> better call saul definitely recommend watching breaking bad first Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it'll yes. all make sense. It, that's why I love watching this show because it just makes sense. Yeah, uh, Better Call Saul. They're both, both really good. Definitely classics. Narcos premiered the same year, and that See, I haven't seen that one. That alone just offshoots into another whole show because the original Narcos is based off of Pablo Escobar. The first two seasons, and then. Season three picks off where, you know, the fall of Escobar and the rise of the Cali cartel. If you guys, I'm sure most of my most of the audience knows the history of Pablo Escobar and the cartels and all that stuff. It just makes more sense when you watch it. Um, no spoilers, of course. This is history. This is historical. <laughs> this is in the history book, so it's just a interpretation of what happened um uh, let's see here you have yeah the first three seasons and then you then they offshoot it into narcos mexico which that alone is a whole nother show in itself about the illegal drug trade in mexico which of course goes hand in hand with the drug trade in colombia that's another on my to-do list for sure. Season, yeah, go ahead, go. It's three seasons: uh, Narcos, the original Narcos, and the first two, of course, centered on Escobar. And like I say, once you reach to, uh oh, is that my phone or your phone? No, that's not that's not me. Mine's on vibrate. <laughs> oh, that's mine. Uh, better keep going. I'll yeah, no, go ahead. T- take your call. <laughs> we're, we're taking requests. As we go along here, this is, you know, we don't edit nothing in this show. This is just record as we go. Let's see here. Narcos, the original Narcos. And then go back to 2015. Daredevil was a show that's still on my list. I haven't seen yet. Just because I got so burned out on Marvel stuff. I actually, I watched all of it. I thought, I loved it. Honestly, I thought it was really great. Some really iconic scenes in it, mm-hmm. and I really? mean, I'm all, I was all about all of those Netflix uh, Marvel shows. I watched all of them. I watched the tie-in ones. It really so caught my got, caught my attention because uh, of the Punisher in season two. So it's still on my list. It's still on my list. I've seen the say, I've seen the original movie. Go wrong watching it. 
I've seen the original movie with Ben Affleck, which was just trash. Um, yes, I'll agree on that. <laughs> that was just. And then the crazy spinoff uh, Electra with what's the girl's name? Was that Jennifer Garner? I think so. Let me let me look. I it think up so. Up. Which that was absolute trash as well. Nothing uh, against uh, nothing against Jennifer Garner. Film of the same name. Okay. Film of the franchise. They should remake that. If they're gonna remake a movie, remake. Uh, Daredevil and Electra, <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. I think the show, the 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 TV show, did more justice to uh, Daredevil than I think a movie remake would ever do. Yeah, there's just I, there's just too much. It's kind of like the the Punisher movie that came out in 2004. That was just absolute garbage. Was that Punisher Warzone? No, that's the one after that, which was even more garbage. <laughs> I, you know what? I like the original uh, Punisher movie with what's his name? John Travolta with his no, cr- crazy yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> they had a good thing I going, but l- like I said, there's more to the story. There's more to the character, and I think the show does a good job with that. But I mean, hey, it's just my opinion. People might, people might be fans of it. I don't know. Uh, then you have 2016 still on my list have not seen it yet Stranger Things I hear it's really good even my parents started watching it (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it either but I've got the recommendations too as well I also got recommended to watch The Night Of on HBO with John Turturro I heard it's really good I have not seen it yet this is 2016 um american crime story i will say i have only seen the people versus oj simpson that was that was a really good show really good season the show is american crime story several seasons that go with it it was like a different different case every season yeah every season's far different um great cast of characters you have cuba gooding jr is O.J. Simpson. Uh, you have you have Sarah Paulson, John Travolta, Robert Shapiro. Who plays Kardashian? Uh, guy from Friends. Uh, what? Uh, damn. What's the his? What's his name? Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Really? Yeah, he plays Robert Kardashian. Huh. <laughs> To, to to the T. John Travolta with his awful wig as Robert <laughs> Shapiro. Uh, I mean, if you if you know, if you're... I'd say most of our audience knows about the OJ trial. Some of us were probably a little too young to remember it. But I think mostly everybody remembers that trial. I think it's brought up enough that people would have looked it up and yeah. seen some kind of information from it. I vaguely recall it being on TV and my parents watching it because that's all kind of like this COVID stuff, this COVID-19 stuff. That's all they would air every day, just a trial. Really good show. If you haven't seen it, uh, you want to brush up on your O.J. Simpson trial knowledge, that's uh, (laughs) a good go-to. And the second season is The Assassination of Gianni Versace. Still on my list. 
have not seen it yet. Here it's really good. I heard overheard a, a court attorney one time when I was in court um, asking another attorney, hey, have you seen the assassination of Gianni Versace? It's really good. And I was like, man, I, I need to go look that up. Just something that I overheard. And the third season is uh, going to be titled Impeachment. Nah, I think you know where I'm going with this. Oh, man. Could you... They got a lot of material to work with <laughs> leading up to that well, one. This one will focus more on the Clinton Lewinsky scandal, which say no more. <laughs> That's kind of crazy because every time I've seen anything that Monica Lewinsky's posted on social media, she seems pretty level-headed and you know dealing with all that. I did not have sex with that woman. I sure you didn't. Just just admit it. I mean, it's ancient history now, but she even has a whole she has a book on it, right? Something I like think that. so. I don't remember what she she was she didn't I saw her in an interview not too too long ago. I don't remember what she's doing these days, but I mean, it was a long time ago. She was an intern. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, whatever, but it'd be interesting to see how how they work all that in there. Yeah. Moving on, we have Westworld is still on my list. I hear that's a really good show. I don't know anything about it. It's on HBO. Man, uh-huh. we're we're gonna run through this list fairly quickly. And again, it's just a random list that we throw out. Well, there's like a thousand shows on this list over the ten, last ten years, and too many. And most of these, I think, we're safe in saying like. Who, what, what are even yeah. most of these? Yeah, and some of them are trash. And yeah. But most of the ones we mentioned are ones that we've seen. so Or are about to see. Jack Ryan, 2018. See, I didn't mention nothing in 2017. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot going in there. But 2018, you have Jack Ryan, which, of course, uh, portrayed by... Uh, I forget his name. Uh, is that him? Or okay, yeah, John Krasinski, aka oh, yeah. Jim Halpert from The Office, <laughs> who's really taken on different roles in a lot of these movies and shows. He sure is. He's coming onto his own. Uh, what else? Uh, homecoming. That was 2018, man. That's not. That's not. Too much going on there. 2019, I think there was... Oh, yeah. We're going to end it with 2019. Did you watch Chernobyl? No, I did not. <laughs> I feel HBO? like as the list goes on, I recognize less and less of these. Highly recommend. Of course, past history, but if you know the, what happened with, the Chern- with Chernobyl and that whole incident, it's really... It's kind of like... It's kind of like uh, contagion in the fact that kind of like what we're experiencing now, it's like this in like what they call, quote unquote, the invisible enemy. It's just a very, a very ominous, ominous theme to it. Okay. Chernobyl. Sounds cool. Fairly, fairly easy. You can get through it. It's just five episodes. Uh, let's see. The Mandalorian, which I have not seen yet because I don't have disney plus as of yet 
Yeah, me either. I've been I'm holding out and eventually I'll see it somewhere else. They're going to tell us to stay another month at home and maybe I'll have more time then. See, I'm kind of hoping to to power through some of these things. Uh just cuz man, some of these is like you sit there and you say I'll watch it, I'll watch it, I'll watch it. Yeah. And next thing you know, they already have like 10 seasons out and you sit down and you know like this day and age you don't want to watch the weekly show you just want to binge through things yeah and, and i sit down i pull the show up and i'm like god 10 seasons yeah <laughs> so they don't they don't inside for they a don't week. show stuff like they used to it's now just okay here's 10 episodes uh go ahead and binge watch it and i can't binge watch i'm sorry i just can't do it really i have to i have to go if there's really nothing going on like this weekend well maybe yeah, there's, if I have really nothing going on, I try to occupy my time with other things, but like a show like Better Call Saul, I can watch that straight through just because the story's there. But other shows, I really have to sit down and put my phone on, do not disturb or really pay attention to it. I think yeah, it just it's, depends. It's kind of a double edged thing for me when it comes to the dramas. Either you're super invested in the story and you want to just keep finding out, keep finding out or you know you have to like you want to watch it but you know you have to sit there and pay attention to understand everything's going on but you can't binge it because you're paying attention so close to this story and you want to die, try and do some other stuff like maybe i gotta hop on my laptop and do a little bit of work i just know i'm not going to be able to focus on both of those things i found myself pulling it up and being like, oh let me rewind the past 20 minutes because i zoned down on something else and i missed something super important and now i'm just lost <laughs> They were, and I know there's another show on here, let's see, to kind of end this, there was a few shows that came out on Apple TV+, Plus, which I do have a free subscription for a whole year on, you have, you have The Morning Show, with Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston, um, What's the other show? For All Mankind with Joe Kinnaman. It's uh, it's kind of like an alternate history where, where the Soviet Union is the first to land on the moon instead of the U.S., which sounds interesting. And there's a whole bunch of other shows that they put on there. And the last show that actually debuted probably out of your realm is... Uh, all Elite Wrestling Dynamite on TNT. <laughs> Definitely out of my realm. <laughs> um, fairly, I don't want to say minor leagues because they're far from being a minor league wrestling show. They're what you could consider hell competition that WWE never had in the last 20 years or so. As far as ratings go, as far as who's actually, it's almost like all these people that are frustrated in world wrestling entertainment just kind of jump off and go over there instead. And they're, they have like creative freedom and they can do what they want with their characters. Whereas over here, you're kind of limited to what you can do. You're hmm. almost at a, at a certain level in, in the roster and you can only go so far. Whereas AEW, it's like you can do whatever you want with it. Kind of build yourself up to it. It's still wrestling. It's still fake. <laughs> Most of it is still fake, of course. You know, it's acting and it's taking bumps. I mean, it's 
no, it's not rocket science. <laughs> that ain't ballet, I'll tell you that. But right. That's kind of where we topped this off. I mean, 2010s, it was, to me, it was more, more about Netflix and streaming and just kind of... A lot of stuff on this list. I mean, obviously, we can't go through everything because we, we took this long talking about a couple of shows, and this list is literally pages and pages of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of ones, good ones in here that, I mean, I could talk about forever, too. Uh... Pill 99 has been on for seven years now, which is crazy. Has it been that long already? Uh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And I just, I think about, like, wow, these things have been really going and going, and uh, it's crazy. But I could definitely talk about a number of these. And looking through the list, like, reminds me more of what I need to go back and actually finish. The Oliver Stone's Untold History of the United States. I forgot about that one. 2012. I was maybe about two episodes deep into that one. Um, highly recommend if you're a history nut. Uh, I do enjoy watching those from time to time. It runs through the World War II, Roosevelt, Truman, and Wallace, the bomb, the Cold War, the 50s, JFK, Vietnam, uh, Reagan. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Um, the Bush and Clinton, the New World New World Order, Bush, Obama, the Age of Terror. It's uh, I could keep going. Reagan, man, he's missed to this day. Not in our, not in our, not our generation, but Reaganomics was a big topic back in the eighties. The, so the wall. Iran Contra with, huh? you know, hit or miss with that legacy. Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, even Bush. I mean, I think we came in when Clinton was in office. That's as far back as I'll go. Any <laughs> further than that, I, I can't go back. Like my dad will talk about um, Vietnam, and because he came, I think towards the tail end of it, right, and went through like Reagan and. The Gulf War and stuff like that. Mr. Gorbachev going back to that and that whole it's thing. Crazy. Uh, pe- uh, I was trying to do my uh, Bush impression. I don't think I can come up with it right now. <laughs> uh, Obama, of course you have Obama. Trump. I should do a whole show of like impressions. Of these kind of like presidents. Are you good at them though? Not really. <laughs> I like to think I am, but like Trump, he has this whole oh, you know, China, the virus, uh, the greatest economy in the world. That almost sounds like my Bush impression. I think I don't know. Then you got Obama with his whole uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, hope and change, uh, something We're like, like that. Two and out. <laughs> Pauses. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the American people. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, Trump. Trump. He comes from reality TV, so he's easy to to nail, as far as an impression goes. But that, that man has such a unique way of speaking. It's so crazy. 
it's it's crazy uh, unrelated to all this i mean it, it is t considered tv but when he's giving those briefings on a daily basis and people bring up the fact that s- some fake news is being spread around he calls them out and says look he's like uh where are you from oh i'm from the wall street journal oh yeah you know i know they write a lot of fake news so next question uh <laughs> And uh, so you said it. Oh, I never said that. No, no, no. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I just found out I'm the I'm the number one on Facebook. I have the most uh, likes or whatever, whatever the hell he said." I'm like, "Really, dude? I'm trying to figure. Why, I'm why trying to waste figure, time having briefings? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like how we're gonna get through all this. You over here? I don't. I really don't care how many likes you have on Facebook, honestly." He's talking about his TV ratings for the coronavirus briefings, too. Yeah. I'm like, talking about you're... The Bachelor. And all. I'm like, look, man, I don't even think. Are people still watching The Bachelor? Who would want to? I would never. <laughs> like, I just can't understand people who watch that type of show and find it entertaining. I mean, it's, it's all, crazy. it's all, like I said, reality TV. It's all scripted. Going way back to when the Osbournes debuted it. You can you can tell you have the Osbournes, the Gene Simmons family jewels, uh, the Bachelor, oh, the yeah, Bachelorette, that. dude. The Gene Simmons show is so I can't believe I watched it. It was so corny, like it's so <laughs> fake. It's like ugh. Given the fact that of course you know it's Kiss and all that, but still it's like it's like ugh. Uh, what you else? Know, I, I, I swear, like the only part of that of of uh, Gene Simmons reality show was just I swear the only thing I remember like him ever mentioning on the show was like how many women he slept with in the past and yeah it's like we like, get it dude you're Gene Simmons yeah. like you have your wife over here and oh we um, how do you used to say he was like oh no we've, we've been together but we've never been married for 25 years I'm like nah, that doesn't make sense you're kind of like you kind of married at that point. <laughs> you have kids. You know, I think the biggest point of like making a reality show about a celebrity is trying to show that their everyday life is just as wild as their uh, public life. But Gene Simmons seemed like the opposite. Like his on-stage personality is so much more big. Yeah. And then you get to him at home, and he's just like sluggish and. Yeah, okay, this is what we're doing today. <laughs> he's, he's like he's like Ozzy, he's like the Prince of Darkness, and then at home, you know, his dogs are barking at him and his wife's constantly getting on his ass and his kids are just terrible and it's like, man, that's just a regular guy. Yeah. Forget all this, you know, like Gene Simmons, he's like the demon and all that, but at home he's just like just a regular guy. It's like, oh he's just dad. Just like, you know, can you imagine if he was, like, your dad or something? And he's like, oh, God, <laughs> stop embarrassing me. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's that's exactly what I would feel describes that reality Ozzy show. is like, stop embarrassing me. <laughs> so many people are like, oh, man, I can't believe Ozzy's your dad. Or, like, Gene Simmons is like, ugh. Like, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> but I used to watch, maybe because we had more free time back then, and this was, like, pre-internet. But, I mean, you had, like, Hell's Kitchen uh, that was always fun. I would always get hungry watching that show, <laughs> based off of everything that they made. And, I'm, and mo- sometimes my mom would catch like a few scenes of it, and she'd be like, "Man, like, I can't believe P- 
people don't know how to cook. <laughs> oh, that's me for sure. <laughs> like you, like you would consider, like you would think, like, oh yeah, they're like chefs or whatever. But it's like under all that pressure, you can't cook. Like, wow. And then you have the offshoot of Kitchen Nightmares, which was a whole. It exposed me to. That was more. To me, that was more believable than, like, the Osbournes or whatever. Because right. he's you have uh, Gordon Ramsay going to these restaurants and exposing them for what they are. You have like roaches and the it's like, like man, you operate under these conditions. God. Yeah, he had one that did. He did it on hotels too, and I used to watch that one. Because I mean, I like to travel a lot, so it's kind of, you know, there's always there's an infinite number of horror stories. And it's just oh, yeah. a little bit like cathartic oh, yeah. to see him come in there and kind of chastise yeah. people for. You're like, you're like, nah, dude. I just, fi- I just find it so weird that as the show progresses, and I've always gone back to this as far as like having a script or a list. I feel like it. See what we're talking about right now, like going off on stuff that we know. It's like I feel like it's more natural, and if I feel like very yeah. like, I feel like I'm going nowhere if I'm running through a list. Like, oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know the shows that we talk about, but um, well, the hard thing too is because it's we're trying to like connect on a bunch of things and yeah. Spoiler to, yeah. all, to all your listeners, we don't we didn't run through this list together of or course. anything beforehand, just so we're literally just winging it <laughs> off the cuff. Um, it's hard. Reality- we both haven't seen the shows, and yeah, and then we start spewing about reality TV, and I'm just trying to think of other <laughs> shows that I remember watching. Uh, what was that show with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie? Oh, uh, I know the one you're talking about. I can't remember what it's the, called. Was it The Good Life or some crap like that? Or I don't know. Uh, I, I certainly never watched it, but I remember I it. I can't believe I'm actually looking this up. <laughs> Paris? Jer- Jersey Shore. Did, did you watch that? Oh, no. I mean, I've seen clips of it, of what they what that's like. I better make sure I don't Google Paris Hilton because that might be a big mistake. Same Jersey uh, Shore as 2009. One Night in Okay, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. I was going to say One Night in Paris. That's not it. That's the wrong show. <laughs> uh, What is that? Damn. The Simple Life. Simple Life. Was it the Good Life? <laughs> you were close. You are close. That's how I kind of knew you were onto it. He's like, oh my god, that's hot. I'm like, shut up. That was so that's annoying. Th- Yet I was still watching. That was 2003 to 2007. Damn, that was like the peak of reality TV. I see that because when I was younger, the the reality TV because I, I really didn't watch any. But I will admit that I watched uh, back when MTV was still a thing. Uh, Real World. Oh yeah, I watched that. Of course, that's like it's almost like who hasn't seen the Real World, and that. And yeah, I that... can say that is like the OG. And especially what all reality TV kind of turned into, mm-hmm. following that kind of like, because from what I hear, like the, the old old episodes that were like what late eighties, I think, where it's like more serious social experiment type thing. Yeah. But you know, it eventually evolved into young twenty somethings just going and seeing how messed up they can get in the night and how much drama they can cause between each other. I watched the. 
I watched the Spanish version of Big Brother, Big Brother VIP. For some reason, I would f- catch myself watching that. Um, and then you had, of course, you have like the Kardashian show and dude, I popped up an episode one day I was running, running through and it was like, Oh, keeping up with the Kardashians. Let me see what this is all about. Oh God, <laughs> Man, I couldn't even make it 30 seconds in. I had to shut it off. I said, I cannot believe it. And as, and as much as people talk crap about him, I enjoyed watching the apprentice. That was fun. You know, because I've, I've seen it too. Celebrity Apprentice, especially. We have people like Andrew Dice Clay and um, <laughs> just on the show. He's like, yeah, you know, me and Donald, we're, fr- we're friends. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay and you got like Brett Michaels and uh, what's the other dude's name? Um, Pendulette. It's been so long since I've seen it. Because um, I'd seen, I think I'd seen the celebrity one. Yeah, but these, I mean, these celebrities, they're just, reality shows, they're just, they're something else, dude. <laughs> we should, we should do, we should do a reality show of our own, just like through Skype, and just talk about <laughs> the perils of our jobs. That's a whole reality show in itself. Get a group of people together and just leave Skype camera and cameras open 24-7 to see how we make it through the day. I know. Joe Millionaire was another show. Ugh. Uh... A shot of love with Tila Tequila, Hogan knows oh best. I used to, I used to make fun of that show a lot. Ho- I Hogan. Tila Tequila. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Extreme Makeover, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Pawn Stars, Storage Wars, and Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, those pawn, those pawn shows and storage shows were, seem to keep popping up a lot during that time period because they blew up in popularity. We really need to think of a concept that hasn't been done yet. I mean, they've done, they've done doctor shows, they've done pawn shop store uh, shows. What else? What else have? What what hasn't been done? Like college drinking. Club. I don't know, but I swear there's. It was. They, they do all these dating reality shows. I think Netflix just made one recently. We're gonna do the the quarantine uh, stars. That's gonna be the next uh, the next show, quarantine stars, <laughs> um, home edition or something like that, or quarantine wars or something like that. I don't know. We gotta come up with something. We need to we need to think of a of a plan, you know, in case we get laid off. I'm not I'm not alluding to anything. I'm just you never know. You never know. We'll just need to switch to like. You know, podcast and might as well start that YouTube channel. Hey, there we go. Live Twitch, commentary on, start, on watching some of this crazy stuff. Yeah, and then just start playing video games and make money off of that. I'm sure people do it worldwide. But man, this has been fun. This is uh, went longer than I expected. Yeah, we kind of go off on tangents sometimes. We start on a tangent, then we go on track, and then we just go off the rails again. <laughs> yeah, well, now we got plenty of content for the people out there to to enjoy during this time of during this downtime, really. So yeah, for real, people are gonna power. Look, if if people power through all these TV shows and stuff that we talked about, and your movie editions, they're gonna need to consume some other kind of content. So or revisit past episodes of the show. <laughs> But anything you want to plug, Mark, before we sign off? No, 
at the moment pretty slow uh man i only posted like once on my instagram yeah. <laughs> lately i've been i'm terrible at maintaining social media so uh nobody's you know, just perfect. encourage everyone to keep watching you following you nobody's perfect and it's about that time if you guys ever want to rate and review subscribe to the show listen to past episodes be sure to check out this uh this show on itunes i see i keep saying itunes it's already it's so burned into my head it's <laughs> it's uh it's apple podcast spotify soundcloud and youtube under the hangout podcast and the only thing i'm promoting is my twitter page the juan underscore a underscore h that's where i'm I'm active on Facebook and Instagram, but they all kind of feed to the same thing. But I think Twitter's like the main, my main source of news and fake news and uh, what else? <laughs> controversy. No, I don't want to say controversy. Uh, but that's mostly where I get, where I try to keep up with everything. Mostly just like music news and COVID-19 and uh, reality TV and all that other nonsense. So... Uh, expect more of these to, to come through throughout the following weeks because I think we have about another month to go in this stay-at-home order slash quarantine, as they say. I don't yeah. think they're, they're expecting to revisit anything until May the 2nd or May the 4th or something like that. So we have plenty to look forward to. I think we'll be working on... I think we're... We're not done with the TV show editions. We're just at a... Bouncing around. Yeah, we're just bouncing <laughs> around. I think we have more to do with movie editions, music, or just anything in general. If you have any guests that we can put on here, by any means. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thanks again, Mark, for coming on. We'll see you next time. No problem. Be safe, everyone. <laughs>